Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You, why am I shouting? I don't know why you're shouting, Chris. It's maybe because of the last. I'm all wrapped up in your in your microphone stand here with my headphones. I'm sorry. I apologize. This, it's maybe because it's the last week that we're going to be recording in this room. And it actually sounds more echoey right now because there's not much in it. Yeah, it's like a big cavern. <laughs> it's like a cavern. Cavern. Just cavern. A bunch of reverb to whatever that is. You should, yes. That'd be amazing. I think I just gave away one Hello. of my tricks, Chris. Hello, Okay. What do you think about video games? And movies! And TV! You just got really spooky, Chris. Which we are coming up on, right, Tober? And comic books. <laughs> right, Tober is fast approaching, Chris. Fast approaching. Oh, man, have you seen... Okay, this reminds... I don't know why... I, it just kind of reminds me of... There was a, a sketch on um, SNL with Melissa McCarthy... Um, she goes into a bank to get a small business loan. Her idea for a uh, small business is to um, come in and eat your leftover pizza for you. Yes. So, so you got some pizza? I'll get rid of your pizza. And, <laughs> Dude, uh, I have to say, though, I, I have a lot of, like, sometimes you need that. Like, sometimes it's yeah. like there's leftover pizza, and you're just like, what am I going to do with this leftover pizza? She, she like, kind of yells in that kind of voice, or, or, you know, like, I don't know why. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it, and I'll send it to you. You should post it in the, uh, in the uh, like, comments of this I will, website. I'll put, a, uh, I'll put a link to what, what it. What am I, I don't, talking I don't about? think I can actually, like, because it's, uh, it's on Yahoo. That's where all of our Hulu or something. That's where all of, like, Saturday Night Live stuff goes. I think it's Yahoo. They've got like some kind of deal with them. I'm pretty sure it's Hulu. I'm pretty sure I've seen that icon on Hulu. But yeah. Maybe that's just old seasons. I, I don't know. know, dude. Dude, I don't know how this stuff. I works. don't know where things are. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. Internet. Yeah, no. I just the Spotify and the, Apple Music. How the streams. Amazon. How the streams affect anyone. Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> Barnes and Nobles. Do they have anything that you stream? No. I don't think so. Nope. However, it's where you um, go buy overpriced books and CDs. Yeah, but check this out. They actually have pop figurines at uh, Barnes and Nobles these is, days. That's and, right. And they're wet, like they're the cheapest price. The first place I go whenever I go to a, a Barnes and Noble is the bargain bin, John. The bargain bin. The bargain bin. The barking bin. The bargain books. Dude. You can find some really cool books in there, and I mean, they're they're dirt cheap. Like as in like you literally just give them a bag of dirt and you can take the book. Mm. Almost. It's more like five dollars. <laughs> I but wish I could also buy a bag of dirt for five dollars. So I'm... comparatively, uh, it's basically like a bag of dirt. So Chris, here's the thing. Like, I feel like the people who are selling dirt and sand, uh-huh. like th- that's just a massive racket. Yeah, they're just, they're just they sit there. They're digging out in their backyard. Yeah, <laughs> these it's suckers. Just, it's the same dirt. <laughs> it's just like the water bottles. Like sometimes you know, like you're like, oh, this water, I like it. Where's it from? And you look on it, and it's like uh, bottled. It's from the municipal <laughs> water source in, you know, yeah. Spokane, Washington. You're like, for some oh. reason, when it, before you said Spokane, Washington, I knew that you were going to say Spokane, Washington. Really? How? I, I don't know. We're it's. It's the brother connection, that's, maybe. That's insane. I don't know. I, I was about to say Spokane, Washington, though. If you hadn't wow. finished that sentence with Spokane, Washington, that's amazing. I would have said Spokane, Washington. Wow. Very strange. Anyway, <laughs> anybody in Spokane, tweet at us. And tell, tell us, us how the water tastes. <laughs> tell us about your water. Maybe send us some water and we'll review it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Similar to whenever we cracked open those Red Bulls. It'll be a water cast. Chris, so whenever we cracked open those Red Bulls, were you up all night long? Um, I was up all night long. Oh, were you? Yeah. I don't remember. I, I mean, <laughs> You don't remember? Well, I was, That's an even worse I, effect. I was really, really excited. 
Um, I honestly think I went home and uh, kept uh, Didi up for like <laughs> two hours because I was just talking. <laughs> just like, I'm, my mind is just going so fast. I don't understand what's yeah, going on. I, I'm just, I, I have so like, many thoughts. And yeah, I feel like that's what happened. I feel like I can see the entire universe from here. <laughs> yeah. That type of thing. Yes. That's amazing. Dude. So, uh, but yes, whenever I drink, but we should review some water on the, on the podcast. We some, should. Some Spokane, Washington water. So, John, this is another off topic. Okay. Off shoot. All right. <laughs> Um, I apologize to our regular listeners. <laughs> no, no, dude, our regular listeners oh, are on board with all this. I apologize to our new new found listeners. There you go. <laughs> Have we even looked at the the listenership lately? <laughs> I don't Has know. Has it dropped Chris. off dramatically? I don't know because, like, I feel like the first the the first twenty minutes of every episode now has been some of my favorite twenty minutes of every episode, <laughs> but it's also the most off topic, random stuff. So, did you know <laughs> that there um, is a group of people? out there who believe that there is a mysterious either a star or b planet lurking in the outer edges of our solar system called Nibiru that could plummet through the inner solar system and crash into the earth. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait okay, wait. okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's that's one theory. Also, the other theory is is that every like that every, is possible, Chris. No, no, no. Listen, no, 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 just no, gonna, no, no. Just gonna these, lay this out there. Listen, it's possible. Listen, these are the same people who think that every um, I think it's like uh, it was like thirty six hundred years or something like that. Okay, it comes f- or yeah, thirty six hundred years. It comes flying in, makes a close pass at Earth, where you can. Though there's also people living on this this planet. Okay, and that you can communicate back and forth between these aliens on the on the other planet because it comes so close to the Earth, John. You can communicate, I guess, via light Chris, flashes Chris, Chris, or Chris, something, Chris. Morse code. So what we're talking is a comet, essentially. No, it's like, it, no. I mean, that's the that's uh, look, that's the uh, behavior we're talking about, like of of the celestial body. Yes, that's the behavior, but it's not a. It's, it's like this okay, mis- so it's so this it's, place. It's a planet. It's this planet where aliens live. So okay, so here's here's here, I'm just gonna lay this out there, Chris. <laughs> So the uh, the theory of like okay so if we're looking out into the stars and we're trying to identify where potential like uh, other worlds with life on them are right supposedly there you know it's 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 quite possible that we're completely missing them because they've entirely enclosed their their uh, their world in solar panels so that nah. they can they uh-huh. can they can absorb the uh-huh. the the light from the sun and then it would would warm the surface so like you could be completely missing them because there's no light source coming from there because they have they have utilized the sun to its maxed potential i mean anything's possible john i mean seriously i'm not throwing out the notion that there could be a a another you know, planet. I mean, that's how we discovered Neptune and Uranus. Like, we were like, oh, yeah. the, the orbits of these planets, they look weird. That's how we downgraded Pluto. Okay. Yeah, that's how we downgraded Pluto. You know, it's like, well, just not a planet anymore. Which, Actually, by the way, it, the flyby of Pluto was awesome. It was amazing. I thought it looked like a cup of a cup of coffee, though, like a, a latte. Like, it looks like latte uh, on the, uh, like a latte art. I, I could see that. It was pretty awesome. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, it was supposed to possibly line up with either today. Mm. <laughs> the 24th of September. Okay. And this would have been the apocalypse. Okay. Um, where the Earth crashes into this mysterious planet. Or it's going to happen in like uh, 20 something later, like or, 199 or something. Or like that. it's already happened, Chris. Oh, man. Whoa. Mind blown. I don't know how that would work. I don't know what that would work. I don't know what that means. So, anyway, John. Congratulations on not being crashed into by the mysterious ghost planet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with not being crashed into by the uh, by the planet. Um, 
So, I mean, you know, here's fingers crossed for the next, you know, thousand years yes. or whatever. It's always like, okay, so whenever whenever there are these, like, doomsday things, like, yeah, where yeah. it's, you know. Like the end of the Mayan calendar? Yeah, yeah, where, like. Y2K. No, no. <laughs> Y2K, where, <laughs> where we thought computers would just, like, I don't, I feel like it's not. It, it, like unsmart people who are coming up with with these theories and these and these thoughts about these things, but you think then, it's people that are too smart for their own good? Maybe, and and then, and then like you also get like the the mass hysteria just outgrows you know the uh, the initial theory in the first place. So like the, so you okay. know it's like somebody may be sitting there and going, oh, you know what? There's a chance that you know that the computers at Y2K won't be able to handle the extra you know the 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 date turning to zero zero and there's a chance that that, that it's going to freak everything out and you're going to lose power in apocalypse time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um planes are going to fall from the sky and mm-hmm. and all this stuff um and then somebody goes, oh my gosh, this really smart person said there's a chance that that's going to happen, and they just run with it, mm-hmm. and then it just spreads, you know? The, it's it's the uh, it's the kind of, think about like back in the Dark Ages where it's like there are dragons out there, and it's like they just some, saw- There were dragons, John. But they just saw like a giant lizard or something like that, and right. some, some smart person is like, there's probably bigger things out there than that, and then then some and some person runs along and goes, oh my god! There's I mean, bigger things than that. I'm sure there were, th- you know, like the dinosaurs, dude. Like, I that's would, true. What do you call that? Maybe like a dragon. Like, oh my if that gosh. enters. Okay, so say you're in the Middle Ages, and that was in your like legend from you know ways back. You're, that's true. And, and you dig up a big fossil. A big fossil. Oh my and gosh. Like, oh man, this is a. And they they are saying now that a lot of dinosaurs may have had feathers. They're more akin yeah. to chickens and stuff like that. There and it so is. they're like, you know, the, you know, if if I'm thinking like, well, this is a big looking looking dragon looking thing. I call it a dragon. This is true. Slash dinosaur you know and then so the mayan calendar thing i feel like the mayans were just like well we got to end this thing somehow i mean maybe maybe in 20 <laughs> well, years we'll, we'll we'll add on to it the, like you know? reset i think or <laughs> yeah, something it's, it's like, like at the end of it it was just like oh well, you just restarted yeah you just keep going if you were a real mayan you would yeah. be like oh i just restarted yeah, just like, yeah you know we just flip you basically it's it's whenever at the end of the year whenever mm-hmm. you flip to the last page yeah. and then you trade in your calendar for a right. new calendar at largely overpriced the calendars are us yeah you know you know for your cat calendar or whatever it is um and like the mines were into cats oh they totally were man yeah. they were no that was the egyptians no, i was kidding but yeah you're right the egyptians were too they were totally into cats. oh yeah way into cats um we're probably more than they should have yeah i mean it, yeah the, side note i saw a video today as uh, a news story of some guy who had um his cat died then he stuffed it and made it into a flying drone there's a lot of a lot of stuff on the internet, Chris. <laughs> I feel like the wow. I, I don't even. I'm speechless. I've I don't been, even. I've been watching I a really, lot of stuff, John. I really legitimately have no idea. You're bringing a lot of things to the table here. There's a lot of things to talk about, and I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna get to all of them. Just, just you know, let's just work through yeah. one at a time here. But, but anyway, I have no idea where we're going at this the, point. The Egyptians. The Egyptians. That's right. Anyway, so I feel like you know, it's just there's a lot of things that, that are out there, and a lot of people who are like, oh, it's the possibility. There's always the possibility, you know, that that, that it's the end of the world tomorrow or whatever, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. but I mean, I then guess somebody there's t- a point 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 zero 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 one chance or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and it's like, you know. but the, you know that an asteroid is hurtling towards the Earth, and you that know, we that, haven't detected yet. Yeah, you know that we haven't detected. Well, actually, like I, it was, <laughs> I was listening to something where it was like it actually would be fairly easy to put together a uh, early detection system for the large, uh, like earth shattering you know world ending uh stuff it would actually be fairly cheap but it's like how do you you know who's gonna spend well, the money who wants NASA, to front the money so nasa for, you know, for what they the for, for what they you know like they track what they call near earth objects right and like basically everything that 
we know about that we can see yeah. um, that has the potential to like, oh, it's big enough to pr- uh, prove catastrophic to our uh, our planet if yeah. it happened to hit us. They track all of these things. Yeah. Now, you know, unless there's some dark, you know, planet hurtling toward here. There's this here. I mean, I went down this rabbit hole just to see like, you know, um, these people like think that there's this giant massive cover-up, obviously. Um, th- there was like an untracked p- part of uh, Google Sky like it was just like a big black circle, like for a while. Oh man! Okay, and well, that could be concerning. <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, oh, Google, they're covering it up. Oh. They're covering up the secrets." Oh, okay, so this is the other thing too. They can't agree whether is is it a star that has its own planets? There's there's a like is it a star that has five planets, or is it a is is it just another just planet, planet out there? It's I mean, all made up, John. So, so well, I mean, but somebody somewhere probably I don't know. Well, I, 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 I did. So I followed I it down the rabbit hole. I can't legitimately. I followed it down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So like it, there was a uh, so back in the day whenever we first found Neptune, we had miscalculated its mass. Yes, and because of that, its orbit seemed weird. Yeah. And so, well, I mean, and, and just like somebody theorized, oh, there's another planet out there pulling on its orbit. Okay, then we figured out. Oh wait! Its mass is different. We made mm. we made a mistake. Its mass is actually this, and now and then it lines up. But then that kind of morphed into all these like conspiracy theories. The government's covering it up. So Chris, NASA won't tell us. Do all you this remember kind of stuff. whenever we were in astronomy class uh-huh. and we were calculating the atomic mass of stars? Oh man, I don't remember that. Do you? At all. I mean, we were, but like, do you remember anything about how that works? No, nope. because I, I don't, and it amazes me. It's like magic. Is it something like a redshift or something like that? <laughs> yeah, and it's like they read the light and the way the gravity uh, bends light around different things in order to determine the mass and stuff. And it's just like, what in the world? How did we figure all this out? It's pretty wild. And what if one number is wrong? I feel like if one number is wrong, it just throws the whole system into, you know, chaos. It does. It does. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, let me just open this rabbit hole. Ooh. I was I was clicking, speaking of things Scan that you just kind of click through to the end, there's yeah. this theory. So, you remember the book of children's uh, stories that were the, the barren something bears? Why can't I say the Berenstein Bears? You can say bears. it. Say it. Berenstein Bears. Okay. How would you spell that? Berenstein. I mean, I know how it's spelled. Okay, how is it spelled? It's like Berenstein Bears. No, isn't it? It's S T A I N. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Yes. So the theory is this: that everyone there's a large group of people that remember it as the Berenstein Bears, yeah. as in like uh, E I N or I E N or whatever. Yeah, that's, uh, I thought it would. Be. Yeah, that's what I thought it was too. Um, but then whenever you go back and look at your books, it's actually spelled A I N. And so the theory is that there is a time traveler. And we're merging two different timelines of people who thought it was Berenstain Bears and Berenstain Bears, and then they merge. And uh, what kind of theory is this, John? It, I don't know. I mean, Where I mean, is this coming from? I, like, it makes kind of some sense, but there's like there was like a lot of different like anecdotal things where it's like, a, and this was the date that the the yeah, time travel. I think it's like a name too. The time traveler is like a name. That's the thing. That's, okay, that's, that's like what, it just goes so deep, and man. That, well, that's what I don't understand about all these conspiracies. It's like they're they're oddly specific. And but then, I mean, but then they're so anecdotal that you're like, how can he be so specific with all this anecdotal evidence? Right, right, right. I mean, <laughs> it's just you make you make jumps. I think uh, you know because you, you know, like I said, they, they have like they, the the time traveler his name. Like some 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 groups like have his name down. Maybe they've just assigned a name to you know the, the time traveler that's messing with stuff and merging timelines. But, yeah. But yeah. So like that's the theory behind that is that <laughs> the at some Bears point, time, uh, time yeah, at some point these two timelines that one in one world. It was the Berenstain Bears, and then the other one is Berenstain Bears, I mean, I guess and they merge, and 
the Berenstain Bears uh, remain in physicality, but then all of the people's memories who were in the other timeline, they remember it as the Berenstain Bears. So, so I, you can't erase that memory. So I guess, um, man, that's so weird. I guess, are you sure this is right? No, this is this is like, this is, it's correct. It's Berenstain. I mean, we need to go, like, I haven't actually gone to, I think it would be Go to at, Amazon right now. It would be at Grandma's house. Or, uh, and and oh, we, found we have book. our books yeah. at, at Grandma's house. Yeah. We need to go dig those up and see uh, what, the, what the actual title is. But um, yeah. Dude, I'm I'm positive because I was looking at pictures and people were people were freaking out in these articles about this. And and you're, we're saying that the only way we can tell this is two timelines merging. The only way it's manifested itself. It's either that or uh, is in the Berenstain Bears. Berenstain yeah, Bears. So it's either that. Yeah. So I just searched for Berenstain Bears. So E I N yeah. in Amazon and look what comes up. It's the Berenstain Bears. I mean, it's it's. What in the heck, John? I know. It blows your mind, doesn't no. it? No. Yes. No. Yes. We need to go. Like I said, we, the only way to solve this for real is for us to go physically look at the books that we well, grew up reading. If these are two timelines merging, then it will say stain. I know. But, but you know, that's the only. But So that's, you know, that's the theory is that there's two timelines that uh, that diverged at some point, And now there are some for some reason merging back in because a time traveler has changed something in one of them to bring them back on course with each other. Man. Wow, Chris. Well, this has been a uh, a good uh, diversion into conspiracy theories. A conspiracy cast. It's I I like it, man. It's uh it's it's interesting to hear all of the the, the interesting opinions out there. And like, I mean, that, that one is like that one blows blew my mind like, when I first time. Like, uh, okay, this is my okay. Two two questions, I guess. Yeah. Okay. First of all, in how what way does your life change if you you know just wholeheartedly uh, believe this? Not at all. I mean, not at all. I and mean, then, it, you know, like, and then who? is like all in on this and like trying to convince their friends like, Hey, well, okay. So the only reason it would actually matter is if, if, if you either, you know, were worried, you didn't trust this time traveler apparently. And then like, you were like, he's going to change everything or, you know, whatever. Where I mean, are they getting the information about this time? Traveler I don't know. From? I mean, Cause again, how else would you explain the two timelines merging back together other than something changed in one of them in order to um, bring them back together somehow? And you'd have these these just random uh, old memories, basically from the old timeline. I don't know, man. It's 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 weird. It's ridiculous. It's very strange. Anyway, so I just clicked through that rabbit hole one one day, and I was like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> the, is the internet. This man. is so wild, man. I just I love that the internet brings us all together, and uh, and, and you know everybody it also you, tears us apart. It does because you get into arguments about it, but you can find you know you can find a group of people that that is uh, is thinking about the things that you're thinking about. You know, and oh, uh, is talking about the things like, that you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, that's true. You can find us together in like-minded yeah. individuals. Like if you always thought it was the Berenstein Bears, and it's just shaking your earth to your core, like it's shaking your soul that uh, that it's the Berenstain Bears, then you can find people who that's happening to as well and talk about it. You know, it's like it's it's like a giant therapy session. <laughs> the internet, a giant therapy I like section. It. I mean, it's Se- great. It's great. It's section? a good thing. It's a good thing. Session. Hashtag. It's a good thing. Hashtag it's a good thing. <laughs> we need to start that hashtag if it's not already one. Oh, it's I guarantee it's already. Uh, guarantee it's already. I always wanted to start my own like like super popular hashtag. So yeah, I mean, Righttober. Did we start Righttober? Uh, we did, but we only we're the only ones who use it. Well, everyone should use it. Come Righttober. I yeah, mean, that's cause, true. Because it's no longer it's Righttober. O- it's not no longer October. I mean, it's, Actually, o- it's Righttober. I have something to give you later. People say, like, I literally, on my iPhone, whenever I pull up my calendar, I take a Sharpie and I just mark out October and write Brighttober. Now it's just permanently on my screen. And <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of space oh my and a lot of other things, 
Um, I have a news article <laughs> okay. about that topic. So it's time for the news! The news! 20 minutes on the dot, dot. Oh, All my right, gosh. So uh, the new title yeah. of Prometheus 2 Dude. has been revealed. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Speaking to Hey You Guys, Ridley Scott has said that the next Prometheus film will be called, get this, Alien Paradise Lost. Okay, so it's not going to be called Prometheus anymore. Will not be called Prometheus anymore. So we're okay. Uh, this is weird. So Prometheus was like a prequel to the Alien movies. Yes. Well, like okay. Yeah. What's crazy about it is like originally it is it is a prequel to the Alien movies and it's right. in the same universe. It doesn't lead directly into the Alien movies right. in any way. Right. And that's the way that Ridley Scott kind of wanted it. He like right. he he intentionally before the movie came out didn't wanted want it to people, be an offshoot of Alien. No, he didn't want people to think, oh, this is just an Alien movie. He wanted this to be its own thing. Now right. he's going back and being like, oh, I guess this is a prequel to the Alien. So is this a like okay? So we had Alien. We had a what what number are we up to on the Aliens movies? Um. Okay. So we had we had Alien Aliens. Alien 3, and then we had, um, there was another one. Alien versus Predator. Alien Resurrection or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alien Resurrection. Yeah, okay. Now, with the new alien that Neil Bluecamp's going to do, they're wiping out <laughs> Alien 3 and Resurrection. Okay. And t- picking up after Aliens. So now where does this one fit into that? I get, this is still before. So, so Prometheus, this is still like, so Prometheus still pr- is way before, and then this one's after Prometheus, but before the first Alien. But we're like shying away from um, it being its own thing. Like we're, we're getting more comfortable calling it an Alien movie. Yeah, the only, the only description, so like this is an article from IGN. It says, it of course, or the name of course references John Milton's epic poem, Paradise Lost, which details the biblical story of the fall of man, the temptation of Adam and Eve by Satan, and their expulsion from the Garden of Eden. Which, if you remember in the first Prometheus, they kind of like alluded oh, yeah. to like the first man slash alien that like started life. So I can yeah. I can understand kind of like I guess I guess my question is like is this supposed now to lead straight into Alien somehow, or is he still just like referencing? The fact that this was all put into place by these Prometheans, because that's, that's what I thought. Prometheus, I thought this like he was doing a trilogy about the Prometheans. Well, so that's what I thought too, and like I thought that like the Prometheans, while they were the um, basically the, the space jockey, that was the uh, that was the connection was the right. space jockey, uh, and but I thought that was the only connection, you know, and, right. and that this was just a lab out there somewhere, and they're making, you know, I don't know, man, it's just. Yeah, because I thought he was going to have like this whole, uh, which maybe that's still the case. Maybe we're reading too much into all of this that it will lead into aliens bec- or alien because I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you lead into it from where Prometheus ended. You know, it's like because at the end of Prometheus, you're you're kind of like doing your own thing out there. And if anybody hasn't watched Prometheus and they like kind of uh, alien action horror things, you should watch it. Um, it gets a little it gets a little wonky, gets a little weird, but I actually do like it a Talking lot. About Prometheus, so, yeah. Oh yeah, I love Prometheus. No, Prometheus it's a great, is, great, a great, great, great film. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's like it seems weird if you're trying to connect the two, like connect right. Prometheus over now. All of a sudden, you're right. like, oh, we're gonna connect them to the alien. Right. I know that a lot of people at the end, like they went into Prometheus hoping that it would connect a little bit more than right. it did. Um, so maybe they're just trying to give the audience what they want. But I, you know, I don't know. I thought they they kind of had this story that they wanted to tell, and I don't know. Who knows? We, don't, we can't really infer a lot from the name, right? But it's just like. Oh, I find it interesting that he's tying it so much into Alien whenever he didn't want to before. Exactly. Next item on the list: Microsoft has revealed the games that will be part of Games with Gold program during October. 
All right. So okay. if you have an Xbox One, you're going to get Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Great you game. You should check that out. Phenomenal game. We reviewed it. You should post that review in on the site. I will at StayOnTargetPodcast.com. There it is. Um, uh, it's about eight hours. Definitely worth a playthrough. Like it's it was it's one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. Well, and also like because it is uh, the subject matter is uh, World War One. A lot yeah. of you know a lot of times, and I think we covered this in the review. You know, yeah. World War One isn't covered in a lot of uh, like you know popular American media, but it was. I mean, it's this hugely important thing, and it's really interesting to not only play through the game but read kind of. The, you can pick up uh, some of the collectibles in the game. They have these uh, kind of historical things attached to them, and to, it kind of brings history to life, Chris. Yes. So um, also available, The Walking Dead: The Complete First Season will be free. Um, great game as well. Um, that, if you haven't played it, was one of my, also one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. Um, the, yeah, the, I've I've talked about before, just the emotional reaction I had at the end of that game. Yeah. I need to play it. I've never played it. Now's your chance. It's the whole first season's free on Xbox One. Did we review that one? I think we reviewed that one too. No, I reviewed, um, I think it's 400 Days, which I think is included in this. Ah. It's, it's like this like standalone piece that happens between um, uh, the first season and second season of The Walking Dead. Gotcha. Um, and so, I mean, you can go back and look at that. I'll include that in the description too, but uh, it really doesn't like mean anything unless you've actually played it. Yeah. Uh, on Xbox 360, Metal Gear Ground Sol- uh, wait, Metal, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes will be free from October 1st to the 15th. Then The Walking Dead, the complete first season between uh, October 16th through October 31st. So if you're on 360, you can also... Uh, so everybody's getting Walking Dead. Everybody's getting Walking it's Dead. It's raining The Walking Dead. Raining Walking Dead. Yeah. Also, something that's coming uh, next month. Mm-hmm. Battlefield Hardline is coming to EA Access next month. That's cool, man. That's really cool. EA Access is the uh, the Xbox One exclusive platform where you can play EA games, um, whatever's in there. There's things like Dragon Age is in there. There's something yeah. I'm going to play um, uh, before too long. Uh, it's $5 a month or $30 for a whole year. Pretty great deal as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, if, um, if you're uh, into the games that are in there, it's awesome. You also get like... Uh, I'm excited about like they'll have early access to um, play Battlefront. Yep, Star and, Wars Battlefront. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront, and basically any any EA games come to EA Access first. Dude. So yeah, you'll, you'll be the first one of your friends playing if you have it. Absolutely. But yeah, so Battlefield Hardline. We reviewed that. Yeah, we did in two episodes. Yeah, we did the multiplayer first, and then we did the campaign review. And uh, I'll put those in the uh, podcast, but they were they were really great and. Uh, Great episodes, and definitely check those out. If you yeah, we had uh, we had Ike on those, uh, yeah. or on or at least the multiplayer one to uh, to talk about it. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's the news. Chris, yes, Destiny, Destiny, the Taken King is out. The Taken King. <laughs> Why are you I don't know. I'm, that try- way? I'm trying to like figure out a weird way to say the uh, the, the syllables. I think I just did. That was really weird. The Taken King. The Taken King. You put yeah, you put the emphasis on King. Or rather than the Taken King. The Taken King. I, I don't even know how to say it anymore. Why are you first. trying to do it? Like I that, don't though. know, because I'm now I'm trying to figure out how to say it the normal way and I can't do it. Oh, I should I should talk about this in the news too. Oh, well let's just let's add an addendum to the news. Alright, an addendum to the news. <laughs> um I had forgotten I'd I'd uh, bookmarked this. PS. PS I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a movie? That is a movie. Alright. So on uh, Pottermore. Yeah. J.K. Rowling has written a short kind of, uh, um, it's not a story. It's more of a, um, 
a history of Harry Potter's family. Yeah. And so it was revealed a lot of cool things like where the his where their last name came from, yep. where their fortune came from. Yep. Um, you know, like why their their family was hated so much by the um oh man, what were they called? The people who The Death Eaters. No, not the Death Eaters. The 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 people who didn't like muggles. The 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 Death Eaters? Just I don't know. There, there was the there was the uh, oh. pure bloods. There you go. They didn't like them. Oh. Or some of them. So yeah, but yeah, it's really cool Dude, on Pottermore.com. So I love, I love that uh, J.K. Rowling is so um, active on that, and like it really just keeps things alive because she's been like she'll like write something, a short story or something, and then put it out. And I mean, it's just really kind of a cool uh, look at uh, Harry Potter, and it's like Harry Potter is still super relevant. And like I, I I'm in the process of reading through the books uh, again. And uh, I don't know, man. I just I love I love that universe, and it it you know it's a piece of uh, piece of everyone who lived in the last however long, like you know. Yeah. It's a piece of their their lives. Yeah. A large piece of everybody's yeah. lives, and so I mean, it's just awesome that that she's keeping it alive. I'm really excited about the new movies that are going to be coming out that she is um, penning, writing, and yes. Fantastic uh, Beasts and where to find them. Yeah, where to that? find them. Yeah, and that's. I mean, and also like I got for my birthday, I picked up. Uh, I got as a gift the the three books. Um, uh, they're basically textbooks from. How Hogwarts, and that's pretty pretty awesome, man. I just love how in depth everything goes with uh, with Harry Potter. Yes. All right, Chris. So Destiny. Yes. The Taken King. Addendum ended. There we go. So it's a, the uh, so Destiny, the Taken King, Chris. This is going to be a fairly spoiler free review. All right. We're going to be uh, basically answering the question of what's you know what's different, what's in this, what should we, you know what should you think of this, and should you pick it up? Basically, yes. Um, is it worth your forty buckaroos? If you right. have the original, like, so, I mean, is it $40? You can get a, yeah, a version no. for $40 with yeah. the whole game, right? It's everything. Uh, or maybe no, it's $50 no, no. with the whole game. Okay, so if you've never played Destiny before, if yeah. you haven't played Destiny before, you can pick up the expansion for $40. If you've never right. played Destiny before and you need the whole game, you can pick up a $60 version that has the, the base game, both the expansions, other expansions, and then the Taken King expansion. Yeah. which and is a great deal. A great deal. Fantastic deal. It's something that we have now paid... Uh, hundred forty dollars for yeah, oh, way over hundred dollars for. So uh, there's also like all those limited editions. I don't think those are available anymore. Those were like um, uh, pre-order editions. Or those something sold like that. out within like minutes. I that bet. too. So yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, so we're gonna be approaching that question of like, okay, so if you're new to this thing, should you dive in? If you are, you know, not quite sold on the thing, but you played the original Destiny, um, you know, yep. should you should you dive in now? You know, basically, what what does this look like as far as uh, should you buy it or not? All right, so um, for let's just start at the beginning. For it, you know, you you know, if you listen to this podcast, we like Destiny. We play Destiny a lot, and so we talk about a lot about Destiny. And we kind of assume you know what we're talking about. So if you don't know, we're going to kind of recap real fast here. Yeah. Uh, so because honestly. Um, I feel like the game has changed so much since what it was yeah. that it's basically a new game. So yeah. um, this is a kind of MMO-ish RPG, yeah. first-person shooter that um, you to basically tells a story in space. Um, there is multiplayer components. In space. It's basically it's kind of all multiplayer in terms that like you're always online. Hmm. You cannot play this offline. You have to be connected to the Bungie servers. Um, most of the events like beyond just the uh, the standard. Um, campaign quests, they're gonna you're gonna want to complete them with your friends. You know, if if it's yeah. a, a raid or a weekly um, uh, strike or something like that, strikes playlist. 
there's also a multiplayer component called the Crucible. Um, you can go in there. It's just basically you know, the same kind of thing. Like I, I, I would, I would compare it more to like I guess a cross between Call of Duty and Halo. Yeah. Um, it's more. Uh, it's not as like floaty and spacey as Halo, but um, it. it the gameplay is kind of a lot like uh, Call of Duty kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, you have, it's also not quite as snappy or whatever as yeah. Call of Duty, right? Uh, as Twitch-based. I mean. That's as what Call I'm saying. Is between those two, yeah, it's like yeah, you're right. It, is, it does float kind of in that realm, though. Yeah, yeah. and so um, that's basically you know the gist of it. They came out with the game last year, and they've had a couple of updates, and then basically this is just an extreme refinement of that yeah. game. So if if there was any time to jump into Destiny, now is the time. Reason being. The game is just super refined, super fun. They've gotten, um, they fixed a lot of things that uh, we had complaints with um, last year with the release of the main game, such as the leveling system being stuck at like you used to be able, to, you know, be stuck at level twenty. We're kind of diving into things that have changed now, so we'll explain these a little bit more. So you used to, you know, your level after level 20, you would hit it, and then it was based on the gear that you owned. Yeah. They've and so you had to basically play the hardest things and, and succeed at the hardest portions of the game in order to max out your level. Um, so you had to get six people together, and if you didn't know, you know, that sort of thing, If with the raid, you had to have six people, and you would have to go through the raid in order to get the highest level gear in order to get to the highest level. So you really couldn't get to the highest level without playing this the hardest thing. Um, in Correct. the game, yeah, and and basically it was a grind. Like I have a I have a friend who honestly he's been stuck at level like it was basically like you couldn't do a raid or higher level stuff until level twenty six. So it was six levels between twenty and twenty six. He's stuck at like level. T- 24 he's been there for you know five months i mean and that's just and that's like just playing every now and then it's not playing every night like you and i do and like we did to to grind through that but i will say even whenever we were that was just a terrible part of the game well it's like it took me like uh, at least you know a week or two to to get past that i think it took me two weeks to get past that and so if if that well, turns also you- it's a based it was it used to be based a lot on random um, on random drops and things are still based on random drops as it is but not but, your level right but not your level um, which would give you access to things and so right. um, if if you have shied away from Destiny or if you're new to Destiny you know that that's not there anymore yeah. you can a come back and uh, just take, pick up where you left off and be able to just straight up level now your character will be at the max level that it was. Um, uh, and then if you're brand new, you have two options. Yeah. Um, you can uh, just start at level one and just go through and you know do the whole experience from from the very beginning. I you know I would say that's a good idea. That that's taking the most um, advantage of your your content that you have. Um, the other option is uh, if you create a character now, you can basically burn this item that you have and go go straight to level 25. So say you played, you got stuck at level 20, maybe late made it to 21 and you're like, crap, man, that's just terrible. I wish I was higher. Um, I don't really want to go back and have to mess with that. Uh, you can burn this item and you'll go straight to level 25 and go from there. Same yeah, thing th- for brand new players. Like, just level up and and be able to play with uh, with some of the veteran guys and uh, you know before too long. You know, and what's also interesting about that is like depending on there's three different character classes, and so if you chose a character class that you ended up not liking, like it took me a while to figure out, hey, what what my favorite character class was, and it just happened to be the first one that I picked. But it, you know, if you want to start a new a new character uh, with a different class and different abilities and things because you don't necessarily like the one that you have. 
that's another good way to use this uh, this item that you burn basically and get up to level twenty five immediately. Because I mean, honestly, if you if you start playing, you're like, ah, I don't really like it because I don't really like how this character controls. There's two other types of characters, and if you're so far invested in the one that you don't like that you don't want to start over, you know that's fine now because you can now use this item, start a different one. And see how you like that. So I, I thought that was another cool way of getting people to diversify and to experience um, the different classes in the game is, is to give them this opportunity to go immediately to level 25 with a different class. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, another thing that's changed is the way that uh, light works. So if you've never played Destiny before, this won't make any sense to you. But for you know people who uh, are interested in the changes... Light before was tied to your gear, your um, your things that you would wear. So your, your armor, yeah, your armor, and um, that helped you level up. Not so much anymore. It still affects like the encounters that you can do, and it still affects the damage that you do against enemies. But what it is is an average of the attack and defense that all of your gear that you have, guns and armor and cloak and like basically anything that you're carrying almost has a, an, a either a defense value or an attack value. And your light is basically a, uh, an average of all of that. Yeah. And, um, as you get better gear, your light level goes up, which means you can fight better guys. The way it works is, let me explain. I was playing, um, before the, all this stuff came out the week before the expansion came out, so like you could get used to these processes. I was playing um, Prison of Elders, which was something that was in year one of Destiny. Mm-hmm. I was the correct level. I was 34, which was the highest level, and you needed to be a 34. Previously, all you, that's all you needed to do was be 34 and wear the gear that got you to 34, and you would have um, a certain amount of do a certain amount of damage against enemies. Right. As I went along, I realized, oh, I'm level 34, and this is level 34. Like, I have access to it because I'm level 34. Yep. But my light level was, like, super low. Not the suggested light level. Not the suggested light level because um, uh, the gear worked differently then. And so, like, I had to go get a cloak and get a ghost and things like that that upped my attack or defense values. And I came back in with the correct um, light level. And had no problem. So basically now your level gives you access to specific things. You know, if this is a level 40 raid or a 40 nightfall, you have to be level 40. That doesn't mean you're ready for it. Right. It just means that you can get into it. It will still possibly be incredibly hard for you if you're, you don't have um, the, the proper gear for it. Correct. The cool thing is... The gear has also changed. Yeah, it's easier to get the gear with higher light level. Yes. Um, because it basically, whenever you get a, a drop, like I said, it is random still. Um, you get a random drop, and you. Uh, but before it determines what this item is, it takes into account what you like the light level that you're already at, so your attack and defense. And it gives you something that is either comparable to the light level that you're at now or something better than. Um, so, for instance, um, whenever you are decrypting or, or whenever you're basically uh, uncovering what an item is, you basically get items and they're, they're these, these things and that you don't know what they are. Uh, they're basically like dirty. And so you have to go to the Cryptarch and have them clean them off and tell you what it is. So as you decrypt those things, if you decrypt one, and it is a higher level helmet than you have now with higher defense. Then you pop that helmet on, and then the next thing you decrypt will potentially be better than that one. So it's it, it all kind of upgrades itself or is the same tier as itself. So yeah. nothing ever you won't 
you won't really encounter much uh, of the like like you did before, where you would basically pick up something and it would be vastly lower than what you have now. It's just you know you look at it and you're like, man, this is just you know trash i'm going to just immediately discard this now i'm every item i do I, you know i'm basically looking at it and going you know what it was the, what's the plus of this what's the minus of this you know what's what is this item um so everything is relevant now and and uh and as you pick up things you're never going to like go back you're always going to be moving forward there's always a progression yeah if you're at if your light level is not high enough if your average of your attack and your defense isn't high enough yet then Basically, just play for another like a little bit. You know, you're you're gonna be playing and you're gonna be picking up stuff, and, right. and it's always gonna go up, 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 up. The so. one thing, you know, like the I guess the one like thing that I don't like about the new system is you have to have that that item, those items equipped. Right. So whenever you go to the crypt arc and decrypt an engram to either get your gun or armor, you have to have like the the armor that gives you the highest light level actually equipped. It can't be. It doesn't look at your inventory and say, "Well, what's right. the highest light level that they could hit?" Mm-hmm. It says, "What light level are you?" And so, right. like sometimes you'll forget and be like, "I'm going to decrypt this engram," and you're like, "Oh, I didn't have the right stuff on." You know, either yeah. because you need it for the perks. Like that's 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 the kind of like the the situation you'll find yourself in. Is like immediately the year one gear that you got last year. If you're new to the game, it doesn't matter. You'll get higher level gear already. Oh, yeah. But if you're if you you're a veteran player, the year one stuff, like you'll want to play with that for a while. And honestly, I still miss miss it, but um There's it's, a lot of them that you yeah. It doesn't have a high enough, you know, either attack rating or a defense rating, like to actually uh um I mean I think I think we maybe we played through maybe the first four um missions yeah. of the new campaign, of the Taken King campaign before everything was completely replaced, basically. Yeah. Um I st- I don't. I don't. I'm not running anything that was that's year one anymore. Correct, and, and you know, and that makes things more. You know, some things more important than others. Like whenever you get an exotic, uh, an exotic drop, so a really yeah. rare drop, um, that makes that super important. You know, because you you that like is, a new exotic. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a really high level, uh, and so you immediately mm-hmm. are just like, man. I'm going to use this. Yeah. And it makes it very important to use that on your primary damage dealer, whether right. that's a secondary or a primary, rather than doing it, you know, throwing it on something you use very little, like your, uh, your heavy or whatever, you know, right. it, it makes it very important to, to pay attention to what you're, what you're using, what type of gear you're using. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like th- that is a little bit strange and, uh, you know, it, it, I do miss a lot of the gear that I had. Um, I do think that like a lot of the changes are are uh, those changes are still pretty solid. Like I really think that that's a better system yeah. um, at its core, and it will be less frustrating in the long run. I agree, um, and and honestly, you know, to be fair, a lot of the the weapons that I use frequently are were weapons that I got during raids and stuff like that. And right. we haven't, you know, run the new raid and gotten any new raid weapons. And so those are going to be the new, the new weapons that I love. Right. And so that's not why, that's why I think I'm not really like super in love with any of the weapons I have yet from, from a year or two besides the exotics. Because you didn't have to spend, you know, however long learning a complex song and dance in order to earn them. I don't know. Like I don't, you know, I, I keep weapons around and don't dismantle them because of the story behind getting it. But right. I don't, um, use it because of that. I use it because it's a great weapon. And so, yeah. you know, the, the thing that I miss about them is like, well, I miss the fact that the Vision of Confluence was an automatic um, scout, scout rifle. rifle with solar damage. You know, like, that's what I miss about it. Yeah, and if you got headshots, everybody, it would uh, damage the people around them. Right, and so... The like, shot would explode. Exactly. And so it was like, that's... I miss the actual weapon and how it worked. And so I think... Mm. But I think, like, those kinds of weapons that um, have those kinds of... Um, 
really, really cool perks are probably locked away behind raids and other things that we haven't gotten to yet. For sure. And uh, and the other thing about this is it's it's easier if you dismantle something like a shader or like uh, you know these things by accident. Um, you can actually access a lot of them still through the tower. Like you can, um, your shaders, like it'll basically color your character a certain way and, and, and express your own personal style in some way. But you can always, you would, were never able to dismantle them before. You would always have to just leave it on some character or put it in some inventory. So it was taking up a lot of slots that way. Um, and so immediately whenever I noticed that you could rebuy those for no, no cost really, um, I'm just like going, ah, well, I don't need this one. I'm just going to dismantle it and, and free up that slot in yeah. my uh, in my vault um yeah and vault management has gotten a lot better i mean there's just a lot of great improvements that honestly if you haven't ever played this game it's like it's a different game you will never know what uh what you know year one was right and that's really like interesting like i just I, it's so strange um to encounter this game and they've changed it in a fundamental way to where the game that we played uh for a year last year just doesn't exist anymore right which is crazy yeah I've never had that happen with a game where, like, okay, I, I pop in the disc and I cannot play the game that we bought. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't exist, you know, because it exists online and stuff. I mean, but it's like you never will ever play that game again. And and, and to a, to a larger extent, um, you have uh, Peter Dinklage who did a voice for one of the main characters in the main game um, for the the original drop, and now you have uh, you have Nolan North who has done that. Like they replaced all right. of Peter Dinklage's lines with Nolan North, and that's super weird to go into an old mission and to hear a different voice telling you kind of the same things as uh, Peter Dinklage was before. And you know that, that, and so you will never be able to select or ever be able to, to encounter those missions with the original voice in them anymore, which is super weird. That brings us to a good point. So we've talked about a lot about the mechanics and the way that things have changed that way. Let's go ahead and and talk about the, uh, the taken King um, story content. Let's, so just to be upfront, we haven't beaten the campaign. This is a review in progress, basically. Yeah. Um, but we can we've we've uh, experienced a lot of the uh, the, the the bosses, the um, the the new taken enemy type, yeah. and um, the story. And so, basically, like we're what we wanted to do is tell you, you know, whether or not a like I see a lot of people on the fence about buying this. Should I buy it? Yeah. And um, so I want to help you make that decision. I also want to help, you know, like if you're, if, if you, you are skeptical coming in, you've never played destiny. Like, should I even dive into this? And so right. um, the taking King content probably like within the first mission, like I think was the, like it's, it's better story. That's what she said. Yeah. It's a better experience than the entire rest of the game. Yeah. I mean, and there was a moment in that first mission where, where basically you and I have been playing it together. Um, and, and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, It's been great. I didn't do that for the first game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, for the first game, you know, for the first thing, you just kind of play with whoever's online or, or by yourself. If, yeah. if there's nobody online, but this one it was like, you and I just happen to be getting on every night. It's like, right. oh, you want to do a mission? Yeah, let's do a mission. Right. Um, and so, you know, we would, we would do these missions, but man, it was like that first mission. There's these cinematic moments moments that you didn't have in the other one um there's more explanation of things uh and more more battle chatter from uh, a lot of the characters i actually feel like i know the personalities of of the the characters um that while they were in the original game um 
they just didn't exhibit any amount of like characterization. Like they, they were basically just these, these voices um, that would mm-hmm. tell you things and give you out of context information uh, yep. in the main game. But in the taking King it's, there's a, there's definitely a narrative where they they know where they're going with this. They would know how they want it to build and the missions have been building. And if you've played through a lot of the other content that this, uh, that destiny has to offer, there are really big twists and turns in this where you're just like, what, yeah. you know, where it's like, what are we going to go do now? Now, that right. type of thing. So there's these, uh, there's those moments which I don't ever remember having, even in the uh, the DLC or anything. I don't, I don't remember really having these big twists where it's just like, oh my gosh, what say, are we yeah, doing? Well, there's one. I think, I think. Um, so there, there was the main game. Then there was what was the second expansion called? Oh, that was the, the Dark Below. Dark Below, and then there was House of Wolves. Right. There was a mission during. I believe it was House of Wolves. That's right. That's where you right. retread some old ground that you um, like some old ground uh, for the the Vault of Glass. Yeah. So the raid and which that blew my. That was the first time where it was like where it's reference the game is basically referencing itself and yep. expounding on its like history and lore a little yeah. bit more. Um, and that was the point where I was like, "Holy cow, this is amazing!" That was my favorite part of that expansion. Agreed, and it the, was one. It was one small mission amongst probably five or six. Right. I feel like almost this whole entire Taken King expansion mm-hmm. is doing that. Yeah, it's it's taking these things that you knew and <clears throat> twisting them and turning them on their heads and sending you to new locations. Well, so it's actually like it's at, it's building on things that you have quote-unquote done in the game right um and well, I mean, so the that, whole, that's the whole context of the story is is someone's coming back for revenge right. for something that you did right. earlier you know which so, is yeah so i guess that's that's why it feels a little more uh, like it's building on itself yeah um the enemies even like so the the idea is that the taken are basically like the the same three enemies that you would fight before there was the fallen the cabal the vex was that it yes and and they've basically been taken by oryx they're He's like the, the shadow versions of themselves yeah so like they all have like this the same you know same kinds of um I guess they don't really even look the same, but like they look the they look you know kind similar. of similar, but they like have this darkness, and then they have completely different uh, abilities. Yeah, and like you know shield types and things like that, mm-hmm. like where where you would encounter something that would have a uh, like a a blue shield before. Now it has a right. purple shield, and it's like right. so you have to use a different type of weapon to take them out, and or, so or, or completely brand new things where it's like well right. scions would just run around and shoot you. Now they split into two. Yep, and you know like there's the uh, is it only knights that shoot these. Big, huge, yeah. Uh, like they, they're basically like tornadoes on the side. Yeah, they're like captains, and they the they hit you and they like blind you for a second. Like everything goes dark, and it's, just, it's crazy stuff. There's man. guys, uh, there's enemy types that have these uh, these bubble shields, you know, where they'll pop it up and they'll all hide yep. inside of it, so you can't get to them for a minute. Yeah, kind of like a titan. Yeah, it's and so they basically take even abilities that you have had in the past and turn them on their heads and be like, hey deal with this now <laughs> yeah you know and so it really is does a good job of that and it does a good job of presenting that in a story context and and, and cinematically right where um in the original game a lot of, like there was a there's a moment i remember playing with somebody and we were playing the last mission of the entire game i knew that we talking were talking about the um, um the black garden yeah but then by the time whenever we got to the end somebody was like wait a second that was the, that that's the end of the game yeah you know and they didn't know i mean i knew but again it's it, it's just one of those things that this is building. And this, if you mm-hmm. experience something out of context, I feel like it would probably be obvious. I mean, this feels like a story. You it know, does. Like, uh, you know, the, um, which is great to see them fix that problem and great to see us move forward. So if you've come, if, if you left Destiny because, 
you know, either there wasn't, you didn't like the story, it was boring, you couldn't level up, you got stuck, you didn't have friends to play with, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, come back. Yep. There's a lot of new stuff. You'll really love it. They've fixed a lot of those problems. You know, even a lot of the, uh, um, I think there's there's entire new strike playlists that have, you know, like matchmaking and stuff like that now. Yeah. And I mean, uh, everything besides the raid has matchmaking now. Right. A form of matchmaking. Yeah. And so definitely like check it out. Like if, if I'm just talking to you as a, you know, it, it, unless you just hated every second of destiny, you know, if you just, if you just didn't find it enjoyable and you're like, whatever, then, you know, don't, don't come back. Don't worry but, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like play something that you enjoy. Like, other games. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, my whole philosophy anyway. Right. Um, of but if you, if you did like it and you just kind of got stuck or kind of fell away from it because of one reason or another, there are a lot of good reasons to come back and, uh, and play this game now. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and if you are on Xbox, add us as friends. Yeah. Um, my gamer tag is Labella six and I'm Stardust two fifty two fifty. And yeah, just just look us up and hit us up. I mean, we'll be we'll be online. We'll play be playing it. I uh, guarantee we'll be hitting the raid sometime in the next couple of weeks. So, oh yeah, um, it'll be a fun time. Another thing that I really really like about this expansion is the fact that there's a lot of stuff that we don't even know yet. Oh um, yeah, there's something that happened yesterday there. That's that, right. Um, there's basically you know so you go through the campaign and uh, and play that, but then they for every single day they have a daily crucible playlist, which is new, which is really cool, kind of a way that forces you to play. Not doesn't force you, and it, it gives you a <laughs> reward and entices you to play crucible. Um, whereas I wouldn't, I've been playing crucible every single day, and yeah, um, and having one, a good time map, with it, and having a good time, and I would never you know normally do that. Yeah. Um, Basically, you need legendary marks. They used to be like vanguard marks, or which is another thing they've changed is is they've they've marks. consolidated the currency down to one. Basically. Consolidated currency, consolidated like building materials for gear between characters and stuff like that, just armor materials. Um, but so there was there's heroic versions, which are basically just hard hard versions of these these uh, um, campaigns. Uh, that you have access to every single day. And one happened yesterday that was from the Taken King, and a new area opens up um, if you get past a certain point without dying, and then you uh, attend... It's like a door like on the way. like It's kind of just out of the way. You run inside the door. A timer starts, and you have 10 minutes to complete two rooms and fight a boss, and then you get an exotic weapon as, as a reward. And it's basically a, an exotic uh, version of the Black Hammer, which is a year one legendary from um, Crota. And uh, what was crazy was like people found it because if you, if you dismantled a black hammer, it gave you like this relic with some instructions and like kind of a riddle to solve to find this new area. That's crazy. They told no one about that. <laughs> and like people, number one, a props to whoever figured it out. Yeah. That's amazing. Number two, it's cool that this kind of stuff is just in there and it's yeah. like just waiting to be found. And like the word is, I saw a quote, I don't remember, it was probably on Kotaku or something like that, but uh, I saw a quote where like I think somebody from Destiny or from Bungie has said like there are more of these, there are things that people have not found. Like there are things you haven't found yet. And so it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and Bungie has talked a lot about like the different e paths to different exotics, you know, where like there are all the exotics aren't in um, the pool of uh, Ingram decryption. Um, all of them aren't going to show up in Xur. There are 
are um, exotics that you can only get through doing certain things, and I think right. this is one of them. You know, it's like that's amazing. That's really, Super really cool, cool, dude. Um, well, it, it, it feels more like a living, breathing game. It does, and, and then you know, with secrets and things, it feels like yeah. you know the the idea of uh, of going through and, and finding secret areas of games is kind of a lost art these days. You know, I mean, you go through and you pick up uh, all the all the audio books or something like yeah. that from Batman or whatever. But you know, truly finding something that was just hidden, yeah. Um, you know, that's that's fairly awesome. Awesome and fairly new. And what's interesting, you mentioned the, the internet community. So bringing us full circle, Chris. All right. The internet community. Yeah. Finding um, something like this and working together to actually work it out and to uh, to share it with everyone. Yeah. Is just awesome. It's really cool. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of content in here. I mean, the, the story is one of the best I've seen um, in terms of Destiny. It's. I mean, I would I would say I would. I would it's a great story. Like it's it's being done well. There's there's yeah. very cinematic cutscenes. They like there's a, it starts off with a giant space battle that looks like amazing. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I mean, and and, and all like I said, all of the characters feel like real people. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel like real characters that that live in this world and interact with each other daily. And right. and so like that just is just feels right, you know. Right. Whereas, um, you know, like you you were about to say, I think you were about to say, like it's you know, it's it, not only is it a good story for Destiny, it's just a good story. Exactly. Um, um, and so, like you compare this up, you know this particular expansion. You you hold it up next to a uh, you know a Halo. Halo or you know something like that. It's like this is this. There's no difference. This right. is this is basically the as good as a story um, yep. as like Halo. So yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, there's another news item that we should have included. Addendum number two. Addendum number two. <laughs> season two of Hunt the Truth is out. Yes. So go check that out. Oh, oh. my gosh. So if okay. Yeah, we should have put this in the news, but that's all right. If you haven't listened to Hunt the Truth, even if you're not a Halo fan, go listen to the podcast Hunt the Truth yeah. and and listen to it like my experience was listening to it late at night on a run. Yes. So you should in the do dark. that. In the dark. It will frighten you sometimes. Now I can't like, so season two came out, right? And you told me this, it was the middle of the afternoon. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't listen to it till tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. So like, I, 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 I can't separate that podcast um, from the, the, the time and place that I experienced it in. Yeah. Um, and so like now I just have to have to recreate it every time. And so like that, you know, that usually tells me like, Hey, this is something that's really cool that I, I want to, you know, you want to revisit like Halloween movies and cereal. I never listened to that in the daytime. I mean, I always listen to that in the daytime. So it's like, I'm always going to be like listening to that while I'm driving or something. Oh gosh. Whatever. I was listening to that in the dark too. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. I was super creepy. That was pretty creepy too in the dark. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, the last thing I wanted to mention about the Taken King. Uh, last bit I wanted to mention was uh, there are lots of new mechanics. For instance, um, you, the way that like faction rep works now. Like you choose a faction and it's a weekly thing, and you get all, all your rep goes to that. It, you don't have to like put on a piece of gear. You also go to Vanguard and that at the same time, which is really cool. Um, and then another example is like at the gunsmith. You know, he has guns you can test out every single week. Yeah, which is really, and you really can cool. you can purchase like legendary items from him, and they get better and better the higher you level him up. And yep. that's just wild too. Yeah. Um, as far as like a gameplay thing, the new abilities, uh, the, there are, there are new tiers of abilities. Talk about those for a second. Yeah, we forgot to talk about those. that. Actually, like they changed the game in subclasses, some, some core ways. Like they they basically take whatever your character didn't do before. 
and they let you do it. Um, so if you're like a uh, kind of a run and gun kind of person with a warlock, you can now do a run and gun style thing. If you were a, uh, a titan and you wanted to deal mo- massive damage to multiple places as opposed to just using either a defender thing with a bubble or doing massive damage to one little area, mm-hmm. you can do something over time. And so you're throwing out these hammers um, and they're exploding. So you're basically throwing out these just massive grenades um and then so then with the uh with the um oh uh, hunter the, the hunter you have the kind of a ranged kind of thing that is also somewhat up close it you binds can, uh, people together right and and so it's like it, you can you can deal with basically whatever play style you want you just pick your subclass and you go with it you know it's it there's uh it frees up the gameplay a lot more um there are other mechanics that are uh that are, are you know, newer um, to me as far as that goes. I saw somebody do a, a barrel roll, like they rolled on the ground in Crucible the other night, and I was like, well, how do you do that? Um, they were a hunter, and you just, it's just one of the new uh, maneuvers that you can do, um, which is super weird. Uh, and so that changes the way that the multiplayer plays. So like whenever you're playing competitively and someone can roll on the ground, it's like, that's just strange. Um, and, and knowing that they can do that, um, you, you handle this situation slightly differently. So it really has opened up a uh, gameplay wise um what was already a really fun shooter you know cuz regardless of anything the reason that people have spent so much time playing this game is because the gameplay has been solid the gameplay has been fun um it has been a a fun first person shooter um and so that you know whenever you shoot a gun it actually you know it's it it's fun um so, I mean, you know, at its core, it still is that. It's more of that, and it gives you more options. And that's that's always a good thing, is whenever you have more options and more tiers uh, and more gameplay choices that are left up to you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I really yeah. I really like the new subclasses, man. So, we've answered the question, if you've come away, yes, or fallen away from Destiny, you should come back. If you yeah. haven't picked up Destiny, definitely pick it up. Yeah. You like, know, you've got a ton, like, that, I've sunk probably about, what, 400 hours, I would say, into that oh, yeah. game, um, and up until now, and then um, I probably, you know, I'll probably sink another few hundred in um, with this uh, this expansion and whatever else they release this year, and so it's like... There is enough here for you to stay busy for a very, very long time. Uh, like you've got two fantastic raids. You've got um, several different kind of campaigns. Three fantastic raids at this point. You know, three, oh, three you, fantastic yeah. raids. Um, you've got you know several different like separate parts of the campaign that are really, really cool. Um, you've got like lots of lots of gear to discover and uh, and grab, and so you know. And what's funny, check it out. I guess like my thing is if 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 that is very daunting to you, like hey, you know, I've spent this many hours playing this thing. You know, at this point, because of the way that it's opened up with this new expansion, and because of the with the new mechanics of leveling up, and because of the 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 better and better gear as you go it's not going to take as long for you to experience these really cool things um, as it did us originally. Um, there was a lot of what I felt like in the first year, there was a lot of these kind of unnatural restrictions on how long it would take you to get somewhere. Like they wanted it to last a really long time. Uh, and so they would unnaturally stretch the amount of time it took for you to get this uh, gear because it was randomly generated. And so, you know, that kind of seems like that is lifted a little bit where it's like they want you to be able to experience what this game has to offer. They want you to be able to go in and do everything in this game um, and not have to grind and spend so much time doing it. If you want to want to grind and you want to put that much time into it, they will reward you for that with these other weapons. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know? And and so that's the one thing that I would say, if it's very daunting to look at a game and be like, everybody just gets lost in that game. And I don't necessarily want to dive in. Yeah. 
I don't think you have to get lost in it. You True. can go through this and have a really fun experience yeah. in uh, in, a, in less hours than yeah. we have put into it. I look at it like something like Borderlands. You know, like Borderlands, you could get lost into it, but you don't have to. You know, right? Um, so yeah, don't look at it as like, hey, I have to give you know hundreds of my hours of my life away. Um, you might, but you want to, but. You know, if you don't have time to, you don't have time to, and and you can still um, plot up, uh, pluck away at this. Um, work on you know like what you want to work on or the missions you want to do. Maybe jump into a raid here or there, but you don't have to do the whole thing, right? You know, um, I mean, it's it's if you did like one one mission a night, you know, I mean that that would be a super fun experience, and and it's almost like I almost wish that this had been the first game, like this had been the original game and, and that I would be able to experience it in that, that way where you kind of just do uh, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, um, and be able to experience everything in, in the new mechanics, you yeah. know? And that's, that's very intriguing to me that they've, uh, they've opened this up to, for new players a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, cool, man. If we're going to rate this thing, uh, let's rate the Taken King. Let's rate all of Destiny, including Taken King. Okay. Now that, um, because we rated Destiny a year ago, we can put we can put the, that review in the podcast notes. Yeah. Um, if you're going to rate this now, mm, that's an interesting question. I would probably put this up to about eight point five or so, like with with everything included. You know, I feel like with this expansion just by itself, that's mm-hmm. about a nine because everything is just wonderful mm-hmm. in the story. Um, there's a few few quirks with it but yeah um like loading times that sort of thing yeah. uh they're they're a little bit long but um i mean as far as like the uh, the entirety of the game goes yep. yeah if you were to buy this as a 60 dollars game it's like an 8.5 man and, and I, it gets better the deeper you go i like basically the same thought although i was gonna put like the taken king in a 9.5 and the whole package at a nine nice um that's where i feel like this this game lives uh, right now as it is and so um it's, that means, you know, definitely check it out if you're at all interested. You know, like... If you're into space shooters. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's it for this week. Until next time, John, it's been good uh, podcasting in this room. Yeah, it has, you know, and we'll be in a new room next week. Yes. And uh, it will be rather uh, rather weird. It'll be... True. We'll be getting used to it. True. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be a great, great time, man. You can find us online at sandtargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And JohnWright777. Are we and taking pictures of each we're, other, Chris? We're taking, we're taking pictures we're of taking each other. We're taking pictures of each other. Because I've been looking at that for the last however many, 124 episodes, All right, you Chris. take a picture of me. I did. And I'll take a picture of you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hang on. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> taking pictures it's pretty awesome taking pictures on an audio podcast yes. you know it's it's just it is what it is um so uh you can find us at stay on target pod on twitter as well always online at stay on, tar- stay on target podcast.com that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on, on target, target. stay on target